I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. For now he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. One more time. Oh, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. And I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. For now he has made me glad. Yes, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. Yes, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, now he has made me glad. Yes, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. Yes, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I love thee, you have given life to me, I was Yeah. 
sing the song I've got my mind made up we'll speed it back up just a little bit this evening so I've got my mind made up and I won't turn back cause I want to see my Jesus someday I've got my mind made up and I won't turn back cause I want to see my Jesus so good by world I say so long to you goodbye pleasures of sin I say so long to you I made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life I made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. So I've got my mind made up, oh, and I won't turn back, because I want to see my Jesus someday. Oh, I've got my mind made up, and I won't turn back, because I want to see my Jesus someday. So goodbye, world, I say so long to you, goodbye pleasures of sin, I say so long to you, I've made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life, oh I've made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. song I keep falling in love so I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again I keep falling in love with him over and over Over and over and over and over again 
days go by Oh, what a love between my Lord and I I keep falling in love with Him Over and over and over and over It gets sweeter Oh, it gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by Oh, what a love between my Lord and I I keep falling in love with Him Over and over and over and over again Amen. We'll go ahead and change the order of our service Put it in the key of G Let's sing a song touching Jesus Before we uh, take our prayer requests up so touching Jesus is all that really matters. And then your life will never be the same. For there's only Chris, come up and uh, pray over these uh, prayer requests here. So uh, we just uh, want to remember Brother Joel, uh, who is asking for a healing in his body, and that is uh, by Sister Crystal. So we just want to remember that need. And uh, we also just want to uh, please pray for uh, uh, Sister Hutchin. Uh, she has a, an unspoken prayer request. So we just want to uh, remember that prayer requests there, and I know uh, many of you have unspoken prayer requests. There are many who are not with us as well, who are traveling. Uh, my dad is one of those who's uh, having to travel back from New York on a trip, so if you would just remember him, and uh, just unspoken prayer requests by the lifting of your hand. Amen. Brother Chris, if we could uh, have you come pray over these prayer requests. Amen. Good to be with you all this evening. Looking forward to hearing from the word. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Lord, before we ever make a request, Lord, you know what's on our hearts, Lord Jesus. But as our Father and our Savior, our husband, Lord, you love to hear us ask, Father. Lord, I may know that in your word you are, it says that the promise is you are already responding, Lord. 
So, Father, we just pray for these needs tonight, Lord Jesus, that were mentioned, Lord, that you would touch them, Father, in the way that only you can do, Lord, and you would calm down and meet the needs, Lord Jesus. Father, we pray that tonight you would just harness your servant into your will, Lord. Father, that you would speak to our hearts, Lord Jesus, as we desire, Father, to hear from you, Lord. If we wanted to hear a man, we could have gone somewhere else. But tonight we came to hear straight from the throne of heaven. I pray you just come and touch the service in a special way, Lord. May you bless, Father, everything and that be done in your order, Lord, we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. You may have your seats. I don't have any specials this evening, so we'll just sing a couple songs here before uh, Brother Diggs comes this evening and brings the word to us. Um, let's sing um, "Power of Your Lo- Power of Your Love." Same key. Lord, I come to you. Let my heart be changed, renewed, flowing from the grace that I found in you. And Lord, I've come to
will soar with you. Your spirit leads me on in the power of your love. Just sing as you stand. as Brother Diggs comes this evening. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now.
sing it again now and begin your prayer. some mercy. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll get right into the word of God tonight. If you have an unspoken request, you can acknowledge it to the Lord by uplifted hand. Lord Jesus, Father, we lift our hands to you, Lord, for you're the only true living God. And Lord, many a years, Lord, people go and look at the tomb and they see that there's nothing in the tomb, Father, for we know you have risen. But Lord, more than just a physical eye, Lord, but in the spirit and in that rim, Lord, you're risen in our hearts, Lord. And Lord, we know, Father, that you're alive, Lord, and, and Lord, you're doing things on this earth, Father, and even in this spiritual earth that you call sons and daughters of the Most High King, Lord. We pray that you just be with us tonight, Lord. We know your word is already anointed, Lord, but anoint the vessels, Lord. Anoint both speaker and hearer. Lord, that we will hear what the Spirit of God is saying unto us tonight through the Word, Lord. We ask for forgiveness in any ways, Lord, that's not like you, Father. Keep us under your atoning blood. And Lord, just be with Brother Barry in his absence, Lord. And the saints of God, Lord, that are traveling wherever they may be. Lord, we just ask, Father, that your merciful hand just continue to go with them in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray and we thank you. The church, amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to Luke 17. Luke chapter 17. Luke 17 and let's start reading that verse um, 26. Luke 17 and 26. The Bible says, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But the same day 
that they went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Amen. May the Lord have a blessed reading of his word. And as you're sitting, let's turn over to Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. Today, by the grace of God, I just uh, want to use a, a title in the form of a question. And it's just simply saying, do you see it? Do you see it? You know, uh, one thing I've, I've come to realize in my Christian journey more and more is that the word of God will come to pass. No matter how long it may, we may think it takes. It will come to pass. And we know, uh, church, we got so much unbelief around us that people really don't believe the word of God anymore. You know, it's, it's such a spirit of reasoning that people will reason their way out, even though we can look in the Bible and see it has come to pass. And that's over and over, generation after generation, church age after church age, God's word has come to pass. So as believers, I think sometimes we, we, we have to take a step back and look at all the things that God has promised and do we see it or not? You know, do we see what, uh, what was prophesied and different visions that have taken place and different things that were spoken about our day or even as us as individuals, do we see those things coming to pass or have already came to pass? And you know, church, uh, as we look right here in, in Luke 17, the Bible says just like it was in the days of Noah. Hallelujah. Do you see it? In the days of Noah, you know, there was Noah had a message that he preached. The Bible, I believe the Bible says he preached it 120 years. And out of that 120 years, he could only get six converts. <coughs> out of all that preaching. The only ones that was listening to him was Noah and his family out of a whole world. And, you know, church, his message must have looked mysterious, you know, to the world. But God was back in that message. And, you know, I believe that the more and more Noah preached, the stranger it looked because it looked like God wasn't ever coming. And that's the way of a scoffer. You know, they judge God by time. But God is eternal. He's not locked into our natural time. God moves according to his will. And you know, one thing I begin to understand about God, God will let things linger on either to be merciful for those who are supposed to come. Hallelujah. Or he'll let it go on so those who are supposed to die out, they can die out. Amen. <laughs> Think about that, church. Hallelujah. God turned a three, five days journey into 40 years. What was the purpose? The purpose was the two, hallelujah, out of a two million, one of a million, Joshua and Caleb could prove their election sure. Hallelujah. 
They proved their election sure and they received the promise. But everybody else, God waited them out. And they died. Hallelujah. And you know, I believe that our God doesn't change. And could, could he be doing the same thing in our day? The same thing a message has been preached for over 60 years. <laughs> and people have seen things come to pass and come to pass and come to pass. But people are not being converted. Whew. Do you see it, church? But they, the Bible says that they ate, they drank, and all these things. You know what? You want to get people to church, tell them you're going to have a potluck. Tell them after Sunday, we're going to have a fellowship dinner and everybody going to cook their favorite food, their best chilies, their best grilled chicken, everything. The church will be full. People you ain't seen in a while will show up. Family members that don't normally come, they'll come. Why? Because it's the spirit of the age. It's the same thing they did in Noah's day. They eat and they drink. You can't even hardly fellowship with your own family. I ain't talking about the Christians, but your own family unless it's around a cookout. <laughs> some kind of food or some kind of drink. And, and that's all they got. A food, a drink, and some music and a woo-woo. And that's it. Whew. Do you see it, church? He said that they ate, they drank, they did all this until Noah went into the ark. See, God, hallelujah, had a purpose in everything he did. You know what I love about it, church? I want you to catch it. One thing about God, God will never leave himself guilty. Because all those people couldn't say God did it too quick. It was 120 years of hearing the same message. So they had ample time, every opportunity to get their lives right. But you know the thing of it is, people don't fear God anymore. I don't want to fall in that category. Where I've been saved so long, the fear of God is not among me anymore. And even they said, just like it was in the days of Lot. Do you see Lot's day upon the earth, church? The homosexuals and the gays and the lesbians, they got more rights than we do. And they normally start to fight. We just mind our business trying to serve God. But they want rights and rules and regulations. And who do they do? They start to fight with the people that don't agree with them. The very thing that they did in the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. The angels came to Lot's house and a whole group of men came and said, hey, give us those men. Those men weren't even bothering them. <laughs> and the world is so perverted, just like it was in Lot's day. Lot said, I got two daughters that have never been touched. They said, no, we want those men. Church, do you see it? Women don't want to be women anymore. They want to be men. Church, it's, it's, it's got to a place, like our prophet said, the moral decay will sweep over the world. Hallelujah. Church, it started out, they used to just get breast reductions. Now they're cutting them completely off. Because it's the spirit of the day. 
and men are going to the place to where they're changing their names from Jack to Jill. And the whole job has to go through some new kind of training because you don't want to feel Jack. I mean Jill. That's the time we're in. Do you see it? (laughs) Right in the school systems. Hallelujah. You got boys walking around with high heels on. Church, my oldest girl, she had a a young man went to school with her. She said he used to look so good, she used to wonder where he get his clothes from. And she's like, man, that skirt he had on, that thing was tough. I wish I had that skirt. That's what she used to say. She said, man, he was looking good. He had them nice shoes on and he was bouncing and so forth or whatever. He looked so much like a girl to the girls admired him. Mm, what an evil spirit. Making something false look real. It's an illusion. Oh my. But what is it doing? Church, don't receive this as rebuke. See, receive this as the grace of God. Because the Bible says, in all of that, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So church, if we can see it, hallelujah, and not be pulled by it, that means we're standing in grace. That means that we're covered in grace. Hallelujah. And we can see all the things taking place and not be affected to the way you're thinking about giving up on God. That means that the hand of grace is holding you. Amen. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying tonight is, blessed are your eyes for you see. Blessed are your ears for you hear what the Spirit is saying. Oh my. Look. We ain't going to be long by God's grace. Y'all know I'm about to close. But in Genesis, the sixth chapter. Genesis chapter six. The Bible says verse. Let's just start at verse three. Genesis six and three. The Bible says, and the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. My. Think about that. God got to a place to where he felt like he was striving with man. Let's understand what that means. That word strive right there. It means that God, hallelujah, he felt like he had to keep judging man. Or he felt like he was contending with man. But this is the one that blows me away. God was pleading with man. And he says, my spirit shall not always strive, plead, judge, contend with man. Because he's God. Man should be bowing down saying, thank you, Lord. So if God is not pleading with you, God is not striving with you, blessed are ye whose iniquities are forgiven. And he's come and wash your heart so you don't have the things of the world as your desire. Oh, my church, the grace of God is so rich. Oh, my. Look, he says, that my spirit should not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Look at it. God is saying, look, 
I'm eternal. I'm the, I'm the one who created the heavens and earth. I created them. They ain't nothing but flesh. And I'm begging them to serve me. I'm begging them to worship me. I'm begging them to pay attention. God said, I'm tired of striving with you. And the sad part is, people will hear truth, know truth, because, but their desires, their worldly desires are so strong they ignore God. They don't realize you're on your way to judgment. I thank God, and I hope, I hope we all fit in this category. I thank God when I mess up, there's something there pricking my heart, telling me, boy, get right with God. Boy, don't you settle with that. Get on your knees. Ask God for forgiveness. Plead that blood. I thank God for that. Hallelujah. Because if you can willfully sin and it don't bother you, you're in a bad place. Let me say it again. This is not a rebuke to the believer. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, what's, what's the song? Um, there's a song that we sing back home and it's... um. Uh, since Jesus has set me free, I'm as happy as I can be. No longer I bear the burden of care. His yoke is so sweet to me. Church, there's a part in that song. It says, what if the Lord would soon come? Hallelujah. Would you rejoice or would your heart be in deep despair? But the bride, the elect lady, she's attentive. She's looking at everything. She sees it. And she's like, Lord, help me to make myself ready. Listen, let's keep going. Where I'm at. Um, he, says, he says, yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. Y'all know we still got giants in our day. Do you see it? It's in the form of major corporations. Things that are swept over the world like Facebook, a giant. Something that's swept over the world like Twitter, hallelujah, a giant. Social media is a giant, hallelujah. Those giants in those days trying to mingle with the sons of God. Amen. Oh my. And now you got people so wrapped up trying to live in this world, they're forgetting about the things of God. You know the prophet of God said, live, hallelujah, like you're going to be here another, uh, uh, he said, plan like you're going to be here another 25, 50 years. He said, but live like God's coming tomorrow. Live like God's coming any second, any minute, hallelujah. He said, they tried to, um, God came into the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, and the same became mighty men, which were of old men of now. And this is what gets me, church. The next verse, verse uh, 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Do you see it, church? And this is the part right here. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was continu was only evil continually. If you don't get that, let's just, let's just think about what happened. A man went to a store, waited till certain people came in and just unloaded with no consequence. Whew. 
And we're seeing that more and more on the rapid. On the rapid is happening because people, the, the, their, their, their imagination is only evil continually. <laughs> Think about it, church. Hallelujah. Where did he think he was going to go after he committed that act? And the first thing he tried to do after he did it was kill himself. You know where that came from? Judas. Same spirit that was on Cain. Instead of suffering the consequences, I'll kill myself. That's what Judas did when he betrayed Jesus. Hallelujah. And his eyes came open to what he had did and he went and hanged himself. Same spirit. Do you see it? Do you see it, church? We are here in the last days. It's happening in schools. Children come in because they're mad at a teacher, mad at whatever. They go buy a firearm and unload. We are in this day. We are in this time. This, you can say this right here. Church, if God destroyed the world because of what we're identifying right now, he has to do it again. Amen. Because we can see the same thing that was in Noah's day and in Lot's day right now in North Carolina. Right now, South Carolina, Florida, wherever you want to go. Holy. When a man jumped in his car, hallelujah, people just sitting out there singing Christmas carols, and because he's mad, jump in his car and run people over. Hearts are only evil continually. <laughs> and it's amazing to me how people can see all of these things and think that there's hope for the world. Oh my. Still choosing the world over God. Be careful. Because the last time that happened, hallelujah, they chose the world over God. Hallelujah. They got exactly what they asked for. They said, no, we don't want Jesus. We want Barabbas. And everything that came, Barabbas fell on them and their children. Whew. Oh my. Are you with me? And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. See, it's in his heart. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he in his heart. But praise be to God for those of us whose hearts have been washed. Hallelujah. Washed by the word of God. Washed by the presence of God. Washed by the Holy Ghost. Church, messages like this, hallelujah, don't bring fear to the believer. Amen. We rejoice, hallelujah, because we're trying to live right with everything we got. Yeah, we might make mistakes, hallelujah, but we don't waddle in it. Amen. See, Brother Deese, what, what, who are you talking to? I'm talking to the people that don't even try to live right. And it's right before their eyes. But what about, what about, I just, I just want to wear this out real good. <laughs> and then I'm going to move on by the grace of God. Second uh, Timothy chapter 3. See, what I'm doing by the grace of God is showing the characteristics of the earth right now. 
what the Bible said would be in the last days. So if we can see these things without a shadow of a doubt, we can agree that we're in the last days. Amen? If we can see Noah's day, if we can see uh, uh, Lot's day, just like the Bible described it, we can declare that we're in the last days. Amen. Oh my. Second Timothy chapter 3. Let's just start at verse 1. Here we go again. Look at the terminology. This know also that in the last days. When? What kind of days? The last days. Hallelujah. Are we in the last days? Do you see it? If you don't agree with me, let's read it a little bit then. He said, look, perilous times shall come. Oh my, perilous times. A time of shortage, hallelujah. We're in a time of shortage like never before, church. They just, I just heard that there's a shortage of baby milk. Isn't that crazy? There has never been a generation like this. I think you can go back in history and look and search it out. And we've never heard of something like this. <laughs> you think they want to protect life. No, they're trying to get rid of it. That's why they're creating diseases and all kind of things, trying to get rid of it so they can control the world. The prophet God told us about a one world government. We've just experienced it the past two years. Everybody was under the same umbrella of rights. Shut down, no traveling. Way mask, go into your house. No matter where you was from, you were under those same mandates. China, yes. Russia, yes. England, yes. U.S., yes. Mexico, yes. Africa, yes. Wherever you go, everybody was under the same orders. Do you see it, church? We are where in the last days. And I believe that was just a trial run to see if we could do it, see if they could do it. And they did it. I just got back from Quebec. They were on lockdown for two years. Not like us being able to come to church. You couldn't come to church unless you were vaccinated. Hallelujah. So they tried to push you to get vaccinated. Basically, what they were trying to do was choose for you. <laughs> if you wasn't vaccinated, you couldn't even go shopping. There was only certain stores you could go to. Couldn't fly, couldn't travel, couldn't do nothing. <sighs> oh, my. So if y'all know any Canadians and they're rejoicing right now, they got a reason to. Because they just dropped all the mandates. They just dropped the mass. Hallelujah. And now they're going to church. It's like revival. It was a revival for those who waited out. But then at the same time, God let it go for two years for those whose hearts weren't really in it could get out the way. And we could really have some pure, honest atmospheres in church without all the resentment and doubt. That's why I love Wednesday nights because the people here are the people who want to be here. Oh my. Church, we're here in perilous times. I took a picture of the gas. The gas is 246 a liter. 
It'll take four liters to make one gallon. God told me. <laughs> That's at least what? Two, four, six, eight. Eight dollars a gallon. Ooh, wait. That happened over here. We'd be like, I, I quit. I'm going to buy me a bicycle. I ain't right. I ain't that gas too high. You know what you're going to do? <laughs> Man, this gas. So... <laughs> Don't look to change this world. This world has a promise of a burning. I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. We're now having earthquakes on the regular. Church, we had one by my house, woke me up. I thought somebody was trying to break in. Ooh, shook the whole garage, shook the whole house. I'm like, what's going on? You people that sleep soundly, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Hey, my daughter, I said, Kira, you heard that? No, I heard nothing. <laughs> Sleeping good, church. I hope in this end time you're watching the scriptures and you're not spiritually sleeping good. Because the Bible says everything that can be shook will be shaken. Amen. Oh, my. And don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not giving the devil no credit. This is all God's doing. <laughs> God is getting us ready to get out of here. So you know what? When I felt that earthquake, and I thought about it later on, I was like, whoa, earthquake. Yeah. Go ahead. We're about to get out of here. Hallelujah. The Bible says, earthquakes where? In diverse places. We used to hear about it in California, but in our area, Columbia, we're having them on the regular. I thank God I'm a part of prophecy. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Everybody all right? Don't get nervous. Y'all know I'm about to close. And I might say that four more times. But listen, he says, for men, now, remember my title, Do You See It? And as I read the characteristics of the last days, you ask us, you answer the question, do you see it or not? For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Check. <laughs> we see that one, don't we? Oh, my. Covetousness. Boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, check. All over the place. Even the ones sitting in church hearing the truth still won't listen. Check. Do you see it? It's even in some of our houses. They get a certain age and they think they know more than you. And, and, and the sad part is... They don't even fight with it. It's like, well, you know. They get real spiritual on it. They say, well, God just hadn't revealed it to me yet. I wouldn't be confessing that. I'd be saying, Lord, help me. If this is where I'm supposed to be, Lord, please help me get there. 
I want to be satisfied living completely wrong according to God's scriptures. You know, that, that, that's, that's one that get under my skin, church. Forgive me. You know, if you want to call it pet peeve. For people who know they're not trying to live right, they say, well, Lord, I can't do this. The Lord ain't showed it to me. I'm going to blame it on God. When they're probably in church or probably somewhere hearing it weekly. <laughs> but they ain't got no desire for it. Mm, that's not a good place. Oh my. Unthankful. Oh my. Unholy. Do you see in church? You know, sometimes you be driving or uh, coming this way, you know, uh, different places. I don't know about y'all, but I feel, a, I, I feel a little certain ways when we in bumper to bumper traffic and somebody click their light on and I let them over and they don't give me no wave on that. That make me feel a little ways. I probably shouldn't feel a little ways, but I'm like, you unthankful. I could have been five cars in front of you, but I let you get in front of me. You ain't even gave me a wave in the rearview mirror or nothing. <laughs> we might well be honest. I know I ain't the only one. <laughs> Y'all know we do that. We be looking for that little wave or whatever, thank you or something. And somebody don't do that, you almost want to speed up on it. I hate to say this. I told my kids one time, I wish they had a law where you could just ram somebody and couldn't do nothing. They couldn't do nothing to you. I said, I, I said, I get a car with a special button on it. When they get in front of me, I hit that button and a big old glove will come out. Boom! Hit that car, come back in. So I wouldn't tell mine. He said, but did you think like you supposed to be a Christian? <laughs> Christians have battles too. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're not, you better check yourself because you're not human. <laughs> Hallelujah. I clear sometimes that what I be thinking. I said, boy, I wish they had a law where you could uh, do like New York. They just bump into your car to get out, bump into it, and just go on by. And everybody expect that. They put special bumpers on the front and all this because they know their car's going to get hit. They just live with it. But, you know, unthankful. Unholy. Do you see it, church? Without natural affection. Oh, my. Think about that, church. You got people you do things for on a regular, and they don't even say thank you. Don't even show love back to you. Oh, my. Catch it now. I want, I want to just look at all these characteristics of our time. Do you see this on the earth? <clears throat> As we come on down, it's going to shock you in a little bit. Look. It says truth breakers. Oh, yeah, we see it. False accusers, incontinent, fierce, um, despisers of those that are good. My. Have you ever been told you too safe? Because <laughs> you won't agree with their nonsense. He said, uh, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Are we there? The Bible says the woman that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. Whew. Do you see it? Oh my. 
Now, if you walk out of here, <laughs> you walk out of here and, and you, you try to reason yourself out of all this. Ah, that's just, that's just Brother Diggs' interpretation. I'm, I'm just reading the scripture. I ain't added nothing to it. I ain't read a quote or nothing. I'm just reading the scripture. And you ask, do you see it or not? Oh my. We see it, so we ought to be praising God. But this is it, church. Let's go on down one more time. It says, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but Denying the power thereof from such turn away. Look, when I read this, this time it caught me. The scripture says, having a form of godliness. In order to have a form of godliness, that means these are people in church. These are people in church, unthankful, unholy, heady, high-minded, traitors, despisers, those who are doing good, having a form of godliness. It's not talking about the world. Oh my. But look, it says, but denying the power there, what power? The Holy Ghost. From such turn away. Oh my. And you drop on down to verse 7 and say, For of sort are they which creep into houses and last captive silly women laden with silly, silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. Ever learning, does that sound like our message? People have sat in here with all these characteristics of the end time, ever learning. They'll take Brother Branham's quotes and fight you with it. They try to make their life look okay. But they're ever learning, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof. Oh my. Do you see it? Let's change gears a little bit. Now those are the characteristics of the earth. Of our time. Our generation right now. Our church age. Hallelujah. Can we see these things taking place? Hallelujah. And according to prophecy, there are things that are supposed to be fulfilled that only our eyes can see. Hallelujah. They actually... Um, the, uh, the prophet of God, there was, there, he was describing what, what was a vision. Hallelujah. And you know, he said a vision is like a forecast. Oh my. I love that. Let me read it to you right quick. He said, now let me say this. Can anyone prove any of those visions wrong? Let me go on down a little bit. something I'm looking for, I want to read to you before I go any further. Okay, I'll just start right here for the sake of time. The prophet God said that a vision, hallelujah, 
fulfilled his prophecy. That has come to pass. And he said, what is a vision? He said, a vision, prophecy is the forecast of what's to come. And you think about how we handle the forecast. Coming up here, plenty of times they told me it's going to rain. So you know what? I had to prepare for the rain before I left my house. Why? Because I believe the forecast. We, we accept the forecast day in and day out. Hallelujah. Of the news anchor by faith. And you don't even know that person. <laughs> but you believe whatever they say by faith. They say it's going to be 80 degrees. What do you do? You dress accordingly. They say it's going to rain. What do you do? You dress accordingly. If you got rain boots, no matter how ugly they might look, you're going to put them on. Because you're believing the forecast. But you know what God has done? God has spiritually gave us the forecast. We know what's going to happen before it even happens. Hallelujah. We know who the mark of the beast is. We know all these things. Why? Because of the forecast. God gave us a prophet who lived by vision and he told us what was going to happen. Do you see it, church? Talk to me now. Do you see what he said? Hallelujah. Being manifest right now. Well, if you don't, let's look at it a little bit. Hallelujah. I started to dig back into those seven visions that he had in 1933. Now, if you take maybe the, uh, if we if we start with the, the first and second vision, we're not a part of that. We weren't back there with Hitler and Mussolini and, you know, all that stuff with the National Line, those things. We weren't there. So what people will do, they'll second guess it because they didn't see it with their own eyes. Did it really happen? Well, it's in the history books. So somebody had to see it come to pass. Hallelujah. But if we start, amen, if we start uh, maybe in the third vision. He says, the third vision was in the realm of the world of politics. For it showed me that there would be three great isms, fascism, Nazism, communism. But that first two would be swallowed up in the third. The voice admonished, watch Russia. Church, what are we doing right now? We're watching Russia. We are a part of this vision. Oh, my. You know, he would say that it'll take just one drunken soldier to push a button and it'll be over. Well, you know what? It don't have to be a drunken soldier. It can be the leader. Because <laughs> he... I don't know about y'all, but he... He ain't dealing with a full deck. Some of the things he's doing, every time they, his, his term is up, get ready to get voted out, he changed the laws. And I heard that there's a bounty on his head, but he got a slew of men. You can't even get to him. <laughs> Keep your eyes on couple years back, he was rushing submarines up in our waters. He asked nobody for permission. He just did it. <laughs> Watch Russia. What is the whole world doing right now? Do you see it? What are we watching? Who are we talking about every day? Russia. 
we know what's going to happen? I don't know. But according to this prophecy, we show watching. Hallelujah. He said, keep your eyes on the king of the north. The fourth vision showed the great advances in science, in science that would come after the second world war. It would, it was headed up into the vision of a plastic bubble top car. Are we there in church? Do you see it? Go out in the parking lot. Let's read a little bit more. He said that was running down beautiful highways under remote control so that the people appeared seated in the car without the steering wheel and they were playing some sort of game to amuse themselves. Do you see it? Well, you might not want to agree with me, but you know what? That whole prophecy, if you take that whole prophecy, bubble cars, hallelujah, this is how detailed it was, plastic. Back when he was doing his cars were made of high strength steel. I went to school for auto collision, so I know. Hallelujah. But then as time went on, they started making cars with fiberglass. And I guarantee you, most of our cars in this bugger lot, Hickory Bible Tabernacle is made of plastic. And they're they, they built to be aer, aerodynamic or whatever you call it, to withstand the wind so they are egg-shaped. Just like he said. He said they build beautiful highways with no driver on the steering wheel. Church, are we there? If you don't agree with me, that car he's talking about, I can name one. It's called Tesla. I've been in one. Brother tried to get me to drive it. I was too scared. I said, no, I'm good. He said, come on, brother. Just come on. Just sit on and drive it. He'll stop by itself. He'll drive it. I said, no, I'm good. I'm sitting over here. Church, you get out of the restaurant. We leave the restaurant. I'm going to the car. He said, no, don't go to the car. He'll come to us. No driver, beautiful highways, made of plastic, and people in the car doing whatever they want to do. Go Google it. There are people driving Teslas down the highway sleep. And people have gotten so afraid, they start blowing the horn out. Do you see it, church? And if that one ain't good enough, go on YouTube. You know who else has the same car? Hey, man, now Uber is doing it. They'll pick you up in Uber with no driver. And when you get to the car, you come out there, the car can identify you. Hello, Mr. John. Where are you going? Just jump right in. That'll spook me out. How does car know who I am? Because of the advances of science. You know, once I call Uber, my phone has a signal that's connected to it. And it won't stop until it gets there. That's how I can identify me. And you think that's going too far? They got tractor trailers out here driving, making deliveries to plants with no driver. Do you see it? We are in this vision. We are a part of this prophecy. Ooh, hey. uh, 
They said, Google has the car already made, just waiting on the highways. <laughs> Look, for the scoffers. They said, well, Brother D, that was back in 1933. None of us were there. So, yeah, you, you're right. Probably wasn't there when he, when his initial vision came forth. And they'd be like, ah, you know it's real. It's okay. But what I'm reading to you, <laughs> what I'm reading to you was revised in 1960. So either way, I get you. Hallelujah. From 1933 to now, it's 89 years. From 1960 to now, it's 62 years. We got somebody here a little bit older than 62. Hallelujah. You've been around long enough, hallelujah, for the sea to start and to be right in it. I was born in the 70s, so I was a little late, but I'm here. Hallelujah. Do you see it, church? You know what you ought to do? If, 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 this, if you just ain't quite there yet, go find a Tesla dealer and tell them you want to take a test drive. <laughs> go for a test drive and get a good salesman too. And you tell them, say, look here, bro. I don't want to even put my hands on the steering wheel. Let me see what it can do if I'm going to buy it. I guarantee you it'll change your mind. Hallelujah. Church, we're looking at it. So what should we be doing? Hallelujah. We should be rejoicing. Hallelujah. The forecast is true. Oh my. Listen, he said the fifth vision. It had to do with moral problems of the age centering mostly around women. Do you see it, church? God showed me that women begin to cut, to begin to be out of their place with the granting of the vote. Then they cut off their heads. They've been doing that for years. <laughs> cut off their hair which signified that they no longer wanted to be under the authority of a man but instead of equal rights or in most cases more than equal rights church go around look at the trucks on the road you got more women driving them than men almost I'm talking about the semis <clears throat> she adopted man's clothing do you see it church and went into the state of address, undress until the last, listen to this, until the last picture I saw was a woman naked except for a little fig leaf type apron. He's talking about a Victoria's Secret bathing suit. We are here. Oh, Brother Diggs, you're too graphic. If I'm too graphic, that means the prophet too graphic because I'm reading what he said. Oh my. Look. Look at the prophecy that the Lord gave me in 33 and how it would happen. And you know, church, as he went on down, the sixth vision. We're all a part of it. The sixth vision. There arose in America a most beautiful but cruel woman. She had the people in her complete power. I believe that this was the rise of the Roman Catholic Church. Though I knew it could possibly be a vision of some woman rising in great power in America. No matter how you want to look at it, we got Kamala right there as vice president. And we, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen an ugly Catholic church? 
Beautiful. So either way, you got a dual prophecy. You got a woman, a beautiful woman in power. You say, but D, she ain't running. Oh, she didn't already ran the country. Y'all missed it. When Joe Biden got sick and he couldn't do nothing, she had to run the country while he was out. So that prophecy is what? Fulfilled. And I hate to say this about y'all leader. But he losing it. Go Google Joe Biden bloopers. The man right there supposed to be reading the teleprompter and he's Well, anyway. Why would you put somebody like that in front of the country? And the sad part of it, everything he picked that Trump about, Trump is the first one to blast him. He laughed at Trump about Trump getting no Air Force One and he stumbled. Biden stumbled three times. And Trump sent all the clips out. Come on, Joe. Oh, my God. Church, I don't know how long he got, but it don't look good. It don't look good. Blooper after blooper after blooper, he get up and lose his train of thought. Whatever. Y'all voted for <laughs> Lord have mercy. Church, do you see it? We are here. Come on, musicians, I'm closing. We are here. We are in the last days. The word of God is being fulfilled right before our eyes. And we are in the vision. Hallelujah. Don't get so lost in the storm you don't realize that you are a part of the vision. He said, we ended on the sixth vision. He said, and the seventh vision was what? America full of craters. Now, if those six didn't happen, don't y'all think seven going to happen? But the promise we got, the grace we got, is that before that happened, the bride will be gold. Hallelujah! So I'm not afraid to talk about this, because I got the promise of a rapture. Hallelujah! Before Joseph, hallelujah, revealed himself to his brothers, his wife was in the palace. Hallelujah! No matter how you look at it, God has showed the true believer grace so much grace to that he showed us our future hallelujah oh my he showed us our future church and we're living in the vision we're living right in it so you need to continuously ask yourself do you see it do you see what's going on hallelujah let's pray Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord, and just the word of God. And Lord, even like you did for Noah, Lord, all the different things that are going forward, forth on the earth, the wickedness of man's heart and his imagination continually evil. Lord, you gave grace to those who could receive it, Lord. 
So Lord, we're just so happy to be on the side of grace, not meaning that we're going to live any kind of way. But Lord, we're going to press toward the mark. We're going to do everything we can do to be pleasing in your sight. But if we make mistakes, we know that your grace is sufficient, Lord. And Lord, help us to never be discouraged by what we see on this earth. But Lord, help us to rejoice that we have a promise of all these things taking place. Lord, we love you. We give you all the honor and glory. Bless those who have heard the word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you, church. This is the evening time. It's later than you think. The bride is preparing now for her to me. All things are.
dismiss with a song, more song here. Let's keep it in the same key and just sing this as you go. We are the generation. Oh, for we are the generation. We're the culmination, the final voice the world will hear. The coming of the Lord is here. Living out the revelation, overcoming sin's temptation, the truth will go to every tongue and nation. For we are the chosen generation. Oh, we are the chosen generation.